Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and this is your Bible reading of the day. This is the Old Testament part of the reading. Today we're in 2 Kings chapter 18, 1-37. Hezekiah king of Judah is the first part. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. In the third year of Hoshea son of Elah king of Israel, Hezekiah son of Ahaz king of Judah began to reign. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. He removed the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the share poles. He broke into pieces the bronze snake Moses had made, for it had become, for up to that time the Israelites had been burning incense to it. It was called Nahashatan. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. He held fast to the Lord and did not cease to follow him. He kept the commandments, commands the Lord had given to Moses, and the Lord was with him. He, who succe- he was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. From watchtower to fortified city, he defeated the Philistines as far as Gaza and its territory. The king Hezekiah, in king Hezekiah's fourth year, which was the seventh year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Shemanasser, king of Assyria, marched against Samaria and laid siege to it. At the end of three years, the Assyrians took it, so Samaria was captured in Hezekiah's sixth year, which was the ninth year of Hoshea, son, king of Israel. The king of Assyria deported Israel to, to Assyria and, re, and settled them in Hala, in Gazan on the Habor River, and in towns of, of the Medes. This happened because they had not obeyed the Lord their God, but had violated his covenant, all that Moses had the servant of the Lord commanded. They neither listened to the commands nor carried them out. In the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah's reign, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, attacked all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. So Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent his this message to the king of Assyria at Latish. I have done wrong. Withdraw from me. I will pay whatever you demand of me. The king of Assyria exacted from Hezekiah, king of Judah, 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold. So Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace. At that time, Hezekiah, king of Judah, stripped off the gold with which he had covered the doors and doorposts of the temple of the Lord and gave it to the king of Assyria. Sennacherib threatens Jerusalem. The king of Assyria sent his supreme commander, his chief officer, and his field commander with a large army from Lachish to king Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They came up to Jerusalem and stopped at the aqueduct of the upper pool on the road to the washerman's field. They called for the king and Elikim, son of Hilkiah. The palace administrator Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, 
son of Asaph, the recorder, went out to them. The field commander said to them, Tell Hezekiah, this is what the great king, the king of Assyria, says. On what are you based this confidence of yours? You say you have strategy and military strength, but you speak only empty words. On whom are you depending that you rebel against me? Look now, you are depending on Egypt, the splintered reed of a staff, which pierces a man's hand and wounds him in his leans on it. Such is Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who depend on him. And if you say to me, we are depending on the Lord our God, isn't he the one whose high places and altars Hezekiah removed, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, you must worship before this altar in Jerusalem? Come now, make a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria. I will, I will give you ten, 2,000 horses if you can ride, put riders on them. How can you repulse one officer and the least of my master's officials? Even though you are depending on Egypt for chariots and horsemen, furthermore, have I come to attack and destroy this place without word from the Lord? The Lord himself told me to march against this country and destroy it. Then Elikim, son of Hilkiah, and Shibna, and Joah, said to the field commander, Please speak to your servant in Aramaic, since we understand it. Don't speak to us in Hebrew, in the hearing of the people of the wall. But the commander replied, Was it only to your master and you that my master sent me to say these things, and not to the men sitting on the wall? Who, like you, will have to eat their own filth and drink their own urine? Then the commander stood and called out in Hebrew, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Do not let Hezekiah deceive you. He cannot deliver you from my hand. Do not let Hezekiah persuade you to trust in the Lord who, when he says, The Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then every one of you will drink, will eat from his vine, own vine and fig tree, and drink water from his own cistern. So I come and take you to a land like your own, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey. Choose life and not death. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for he is misleading you when he says the lord will deliver us has the god of any nation ever delivered his hand from the hand of the king of assyria where are the gods of hamath and arpad where are the gods of sepharavim henna and iva have they rescued samaria from my hand who are all these gods of these countries who have been able to save his land from me how can then can the Lord deliver Jer Jerusalem from my hand? But the people remained silent and said nothing in reply, because the king had commanded, Do not answer him. Then Elikim, son of Hilkiah, the palace administrator, Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the recorder, went to Hezekiah with her clothes torn and told him what the field commander had said.
Let's go ahead and head to the New Testament. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and this is your New Testament reading of the day. Um, today we're in Revelation chapter 9 verses 1 through um, 21. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the shaft of the abyss. When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss, and out of the smoke locusts came down upon the earth and were given power like that of scorpions of the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or plant or tree, but only the those people who had who did not have the seal of the of God on their foreheads. They were not given power to kill them, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like that of the string sting of a scorpion when it strikes a man. During those days, men will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will not will elude them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their heads they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces were faces resembled human hand, faces. Their hair was like women's hair, and their feet, teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates plates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had t- tails and stings like scorpions, and and in their tails they had power to torment people for five months. They had a king over them, the angel of the abyss, whose name is in Hebrew is Abaddon, Abaddon and in Greek Apollyon. The first woe is past. Two other woes are yet to come. The sixth woe angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the from the horns of the golden altar that is before God. It said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates, and four angels who have been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year when released to kill a third of mankind the number of the mounted troops was 200 million I heard their number the horns horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this their breast plates were fiery red dry dark blue and yellow as sulfur the heads of the horses resembled the horses of lions and on their mouths came fire smoke and sulfur a third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire smoke and sulfur they came out of their mouths the power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails but for their tails were like snakes having heads with which they inflicted injury the rest of mankind was not killed by the plagues, still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshipping the demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, 
their sexual immorality and their thefts. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. We thank you that tomorrow is Resurrection Sunday. We thank you for dying on the cross for us, Lord, and dying again so we can have forgiveness of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.